Hello, good people, and welcome to episode two of season nine of the Brunswick Beer Collective. And look, it feels like on the yesterday record we recorded season, uh, we recorded episode one. Oh God, I'll, I'll get my shit together eventually. I am Chris Shorten. With me is Paul Christoph. Good evening. And returning again is Carl Campbell. Yep, back at it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And so, um, Kyle is back, and one of the big reasons for that is because. So you you know how you go to you know how you go to the supermarket and you know you're you're wandering through all the aisles and you've you've picked up picked up what you need maybe it's maybe it's tea maybe it's uh, some margarine maybe it's butter and then and then you leave that leave the supermarket and you go home and you're sitting at your house and then someone says to you hey what happened to the bread and then you think fuck I forgot to buy bread so when we finished the last episode the, all we said was I um, I think Kyle said. Fuck, I didn't say anything about Bendigo and the Hop. Yeah. And then, of course, it all dawned on us the fact that, you know, one of the main things or one of the big things we did while um, we were on break was we entered the awesomeness of Bendigo and the Hop. So we thought we'd pick up where we left off there. So for those who don't know what Bendigo and the Hop is, it is a beer festival in the regional city of Bendigo in Victoria, Australia. Not a hopping festival. No, no, which... Is a bit disappointing because imagine if it was like a kangaroo festival. Yeah. Well, there's also there is the uh, the high high country hop festival, which is a beer festival what, just really? about hops, but done during the hop harvest. So God, beer. this gets really confusing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, but uh, but I guess the biggest hopping hop that's another good name for a pub. God, this. Uh, well, you it's know, the beer chain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, it's it's like a it's like a Weatherspoon style chain. Um, the well, we came up. with the name yeah. for our you know really oh. good craft beer pub the other day. Oh yeah, the uh, I forgot what it was. Uh, the bittering hop. Yeah, the the bitter hop. The bitter hop. The bitter hop. Yeah, and the bitter pop, which is the front bar for the old codgers. Yeah, but but there are so many. And then the hop references. Is the, uh, is the chain. But yeah. I, I suppose we really need to ask the question as to whether. Whether and whether by using the hop references, we're taken away from any potential kangaroo festivals. Or rabbit festivals or hair festivals. Well, maybe we tie it in. Maybe we only serve kangaroo at the pubs. The hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> so we've digressed, obviously. Uh, the Bendigo on the Hop is one of these really, really unique sort of festivals, at least one that I'd never seen before. And the only, um, I'd kind of ignored it for a while. And to the point where we didn't even bother to try and, you know, try and get free tickets or something. We just sort of like, yeah, we'll just see what happens. Um, but I had ignored it for a while until someone actually described what it was. And it's essentially, uh, for those who listened during the break, we had a whole episode on, oh, we had a whole piece on pub crawls and how to design a pub crawl. And then when once Bendigo and the Hop was described to us, I realized the hop part is the fact that it's basically a pub crawl. So... Um, I mean, you guys can fill in the gaps here. Yeah, well, it's basically a selection of, was it about it's 10 a, yeah, 10 venues? venues. Mm. 10 venues. So you start at a venue of your choice, which you nominate when you buy your ticket. Mm. Yet given a lanyard and it has 10 tokens. On a very, um, very, very, 20, very 20 tokens. Sorry, 20 tokens. 20 tokens. 20 tokens. And um, yeah, each venue has a brewery or two breweries showcasing one of mm. their core range beers and a beer that they've either brewed mm. specially for Bendigo on the Hop or a uh, like a special a, a debut for that yeah. 
for example, Old Wives had a uh, Bruce, a beer you may have heard of. But they also, but their their unique beer was the Van Dam. Was the Van Dam, which was also something that people hadn't tried before. Yeah, so mm. that was that was pretty cool. Right. Um, and yeah, a lot of a lot of the brewers will also have other beers there mm. as well mm. that you can choose from. But but um yeah, long story short, 10, 10 venues, twenty beers, all tasters. But you get a glass as well that you can you know choose mm. to pay to. Top up if you like something I particular. I can't remember where my glass is. Yeah. Um, we threw them all out because they were plastic. Oh, of course, yeah. So very yeah. event appropriate, but um, <laughs> no, no need to keep them given the uh, lack of space for glasses in the <laughs> yes. in our respective. Uh, yeah, I have an entire shelf devoted to glasses that I only ever drink my crafted yeah. one and possibly my stone one. Yeah. Yeah. And of course you came up with the good idea of clipping the glass onto the lanyard. Because I saw some other guy do it and I thought <laughs> that, that seemed like yeah. a good idea. And you were like, yes, that is my idea. <laughs> but it's um, well. but yeah, it's really cool. All the venues had um, sort of food, special mm-hmm. you know, food deals going on mm-hmm. as well. So all had water stations. So it was all very respectable. Everyone yeah. was kind of going around and having samples of beers and trying things and being very friendly loads of people from melbourne up there so yeah loads you know you go to a different pub and you bump into someone that you knew was going up there or someone you didn't even know that was going up there and it was or or you sent uh, sent someone that you knew a random message and then suddenly they appeared out of nowhere yeah 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 you're here i'm here i just saw you checked in on tap i'm like at the back (laughs) yeah and they're like oh what are you doing tonight and you're like oh we're thinking of doing this you're like oh as soon as the festival ends i've got to be on a train Mm. five minutes later to get back to melbourne (laughs) a bit because i promised someone i was going to do something else yeah so yeah i'm very happy we made the decision to not yeah we were we were at an airbnb which was a 20 minute walk or i mean we'll get to it but at the end of the night about an hour walk lots of nice paintings about herbs oh yeah a lot of aspirational quotes on the walls terribly terrible grammar posters (laughs) Look, we're not. Uh, I haven't read the Airbnb review, but it was really, really, really entertaining. But going back to Bendigo on the Hop, they said we were very respectable, and that we left the house cleaner than when we arrived. Best Airbnb guest they've had, and I'm not making that up. That is actually what that is actually <laughs> I, what she said. I um, did read it. Yeah. Um, to be honest, it probably helps that we were only there for about eight hours. <laughs> yeah, we basically rocked up, <laughs> dropped our okay. stuff off. Did the pub crawl? Had, had, had a hydrolite. <laughs> did our uh, yeah? Like took had twenty bloody hydrolite. Took um, took heed of all the advice mm. in our hangover episode. Yeah, yeah. And um, we all actually pulled out pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Out the next I mean, day, um, I, I, I was utterly wrecked afterwards. I mean, I, I, I you know, I wasn't actually. I mean, because it is still a pub crawl, and it is, a, it might be like a spaced out pub crawl, but it was a really, really long day, and so I was like, you know, I was exhausted. And you know, if you might recall that, on the, like the morning after, when we pretty much got to the got to breakfast, and it was like I really just didn't want to talk to anyone until yeah. I had food. I think caffeine. we were all in that same yeah. boat. We we're all kind of like looking at the phones, going, "Yeah, no, we don't need to be sociable at the moment." No, yeah. no we no. talked <laughs> enough yesterday. Yeah, but Bendigo and the Hop was a really interesting experience. Really was, well organized. Yeah, and it. Uh, I, I think from a like a tourism Victoria sort of perspective, you know, if I'm going to get all you know proud of my home state, it it really shows off what a regional city can do. Yeah, that's the the thing I really love about Bendigo on the Hop compared to like mm. another festival that I really like, but is very much a standard beer festival is Ballarat, mm, mm. my hometown, obviously. Yeah, and but the thing with that is it is let's go have like if you go in. You go to the festival and then mm. you catch the train home. 
basically all you see of Ballarat is their footy oval. Mm, mm. Whereas with this... Which, I mean, like, it's a fine oval and it's right next to the lake, but... Yeah, but with this, you get to see 10 bars. Mm. You're like, oh, cool, they've got a, a separation mm. of, like, this is kind of, like, mm. more fancy, fine dining and yeah, this is yeah. your classic old school mm. pub and then you can see that they're developing this craft beer scene. You know, here's this one that's mm. out the back of a cafe and... You know, you, oh, that you, was really yeah, cool, but yeah, like, that yeah. you wouldn't really know was there unless you did the pub crawl, like yeah. unless you did Bendigo on the mm. Hop. Get to check out all the interesting, uh, you know, Gold Rush era architecture and mm. and you'll see the detours that we found a few other couple bars, yeah, that we went to after the. That's event. true. That one, that one we went to because we realised how long the walk was going to be um, to the Cambrian. Yeah. yeah, dispensary and a uh, cool. great pub that like good cocktails, but their beer list is it's really expensive. Good. Yeah. That. And of course, walking around gives you a lot more options about where to check your beers in. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, that was that was one of our. Oh, by the way, I should flag that Bendigo and the Hop have not paid for this episode, although it sounds like they have. Yeah. Um, we did, just really enjoyed it. I do like that someone did comment on that um, Instagram post with, tagged in their mate and said, "See, we're not the only ones." <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so for, to give people context, um, basically, um, uh, w- when we got to the first venue. At Bendigo and the Hop, our, which was like, I don't know what the hub. Well, the town hall. Yeah, yeah the yeah. hub. Um, but we, we realised that there were so many other things uh, to, uh, that where we could check in at. And one of them being, you know, there was like the dispensary or there was, you know, some sort of Chinese restaurant or there was... Centrelink. Yeah, there was Centrelink, which was one of our first check-ins. Well, let's see. I'm, I'm pulling up my first thing. Uh, so it was the, the Seven Cent, so Bowser's... Mm-hmm. Uh, their uh, Babyface Imperial Stout and Paul did it at the Bendigo Visited Centre <laughs> Chris did it at Sabah House and I did it at Centrelink <laughs> <laughs> which uh, uh, which I mean that was uh, that was part of the fun and that was really cool when we uh, when someone else on Instagram sort of said yeah no no that, that's what I've been doing as well we're not the only idiots out there <laughs> look it's always nice when you realise that you're not the only idiots but it was all racked up our uh, our venue badges. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Although although it also did rack up. Wasn't there a point where that um um you, know, you said, "Oh no, I've got the foodie badge." Hang on. Oh, that's because I'm checking it all food venues yeah. and not any of the <laughs> the burger joint up yeah. the road. <laughs> Morris Burgers. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it is. I guess it is the uh, the <laughs> the issue of having Foursquare has been your um, back end. Yes, and a bunch of immature idiots checking in beers mm. on Untapped. So immature. To immaturity. But, but I mean, so, I mean, this was the first time we'd ever been to it. But, Carl, how did this compare to the other years? I think this is, so this is, what, year three for me. Mm. And it's probably the best it's been organised. Um, they, they'd cut out a few venues and they'd done that in the first, the second year that we noticed that mm. a few venues had changed and this year like for certain there was no strange venues which was a mm. bit uh a bit upsetting because when we <laughs> went the first year it was like oh cool well where, where's the next venue you look at it oh it's it's grilled you're like what like surely that's a mistake and then you go upstairs at the grill and there's two breweries like pouring beers and you're like, what the hell is going on? But it's, 
it is kind of bizarre, but that's I guess that's kind of the fun of you yeah. know because wasn't the other one above and above the like the charity store? Uh, no, it wasn't above. It was this like social enterprise charity store that they'd set up <laughs> in for the day. Like they didn't have enough venues. <laughs> Sounds like David Lynch was the festival director. <laughs> Go to grill and you walk upstairs, throw an alternate dimension, and, <laughs> and, and like beers being poured. And, and and quite oddly, I'm guessing there was, um, you know, there would have been a backwards talking midget at the first venue, sort of telling oh, yeah. you which way to go. First thing I did when I walked inside was ask myself what year it was. <laughs> See, th- this will make sense for the people who have actually seen the new Twin Peaks, or any Twin Peaks. This doesn't include me. Oh, no, uh, you have to have seen the last episode to, <laughs> to get that reference. Oh, God. <laughs> see, see, what would work is if you uh, transpose that uh, place you went to on the the West Side Adventure, the, the accidental oh, the Twin, twin Peaks bar. Yeah, the actual oh, yeah. Twin Peaks bar. Um, yeah. What was it called again? Uh, I don't know. I, I was not part of that oh, yeah. adventure. Twin Peaks bar. Yeah, the accidental weird. Twin Peaks bar. Yeah, I if think you that transpose that into <laughs> on the hop. So, well, I mean, it. look, for all we know, Bendigo has some sort of, you know, tunnel that leads there. I mean, that's what country towns are for, right? Yeah, to trap people. Yeah. <laughs> you like, friend. cool, let's go, let's go to the oh, Twin Peaks football. bar. And then you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. Conveniently, the first Bendigo. bar that uh, Google brings up. What is that when you googled tw- Twin Peaks bars? I, I searched um, Footscray bars, and mm. Littlefoot was the first one. So the other thing to talk about, because obviously we really enjoyed Bendy on the Hop, uh, but the other thing was, uh, well, oddly, um, because I'm up in Bendigo, in, uh, sorry, I'm up in Brisbane in a few weeks, and I remember saying to Kyle, because um, he had just got back from Bendigo, oh, sorry, Brisbane, <laughs> Jesus, well, where the hell should I go? And then he gave me a really long, drunken list of places. But Carl, you were up in Brisbane recently. Yeah, it was, uh, Tegan went up for a writers' festival, and I decided to tag along, and take some time off work, and Tegan, your wife, do some yeah, writing, and yeah, do <laughs> do the thing I do when I go up to a different state and run around to all the breweries and bars that yeah. you know, everyone recommends. And <laughs> well, which which from memory um, was Paul's giant recommendation of things because yeah, well, you were showing me the map. That Paul had, um, like, you had made based on what Paul had told you to go. Well, Paul's recommendations were amazing because they were pretty much all right around the corner from where our Airbnb <laughs> was. You were like, oh, yeah, you should... One that not many people talk about, it's called Catchment. You should go there. And you're like, oh, yeah, look it up. It's like literally a, you know, 100-meter mm. walk from where we're staying. <laughs> I, I thought, what, what one thing I did enjoy about that was I think um, I was looking on Untapped. I was I think I, at that point I was on a train somewhere and I was looking on Untapped and I could just see you checking in and you were just complaining that they were all Holgate beers or something. Ah, there was one of the venues that everyone like. There was to be honest, there was two venues like this. One of the people, one that people really recommended was called the Mill on Constance, and it is supposedly one of Brisbane's like best craft beer bars mm. and so I went there and I walked in and I was like cool <laughs> you know I've heard they got like 14 taps and you're like awesome I wonder what they've got on and they just had this like around the world in 14 beers thing where <laughs> you got like a passport you got to try all the mm. beers from around the world and I walked in and I'm like every single Holgate beer that 
they've made in the past like six months is on tap. There's 12 taps of Holgate. Crying out loud, you can get that at home. I know. Except, except for at the Great Northern. Oh. <laughs> and then uh, Saccharomyces, I went in and I was like, oh, wait, they've got heaps of Mornington beers. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I get, wait, cool. There's, there's one Brisbane beer on tap. Cool. That's what I'm having. Forex? Was it Forex? Uh, no, no, it was uh, Aether Brewing. So I didn't know Aether from... Aether was from yeah, Brisbane. so they're from Milton. Mm. The home of the home of Brisbane Brewing. Craft beer now. <laughs> oh, and non-craft beer. Regular beer. Macro beer. Non-craft. I don't know, whatever you want to call for it. Yeah. <laughs> but their their scene's cool. It's like there's a lot of good breweries. Unfortunately, they're very spread out mm. in uh in in Queensland. Because if I had an extra day, I would have gone and visited like White Lies and Bacchus, but it's yeah. one of those things if you're drinking you're kind of like I can't afford to try and like jump on a bus for three hours yeah. to get out there but well it's a similar thing to like Perth mm. there's not that many breweries in Perth mm. you've so, got the Northbridge Brewery which is okay mm. well, but there, there is a um, there's a new one opening up Nowhere Man I read about this yeah Relatable. that'll yeah. be I'll check that one out when I'm next in town but it's the same sort of thing you go to Perth mm. and like, there aren't actually not like here, where you can go to a suburb mm. and do a little walker and discover, you know, four or five breweries yes. in a city. What, what is that suburb? It's the it's the one where Bad Shepherd is and Two Brothers is. Um, oh, Cheltenham. Ah, Cheltenham. And Moorabbin. It's, it's, they're the sort of places, um, you know, none of us live, but we like to visit. Yeah, well, I was actually at Two Brothers last night. <laughs> <laughs> I was writing about Two Brothers last night. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they've got a they've got a cool scene that, that that's developing. There's some really amazing bars. Brewski mm. was incredible. I went in there to try all the Deep Creek beers that had just like they've just gotten um, Australian distribution, which is kind of cool. Yeah, and had some really cool stuff from them. And as I was walking out, I saw a poster. It was like, oh, right beer hundred hundred day. Had a look and I was like, oh, they've got some cool beers listed there. I'll go in mm. tomorrow and went in and. Some of the beers that they had listed, I was like, mm. those can only be bottles because how yeah, do you yeah. get a keg of that in Australia? Mm. Um, and was it plenty of the older or no, no, plenty of the younger? So, no. so Prairie Bomb uh, mm. from they are from Artisan. Artisan Isles. Yes, but they are from. Oh, they are from Backers Marsh, Michigan. No, no, um, Venezuela. Oh, oh gosh, Chad. Yeah. They're from they're, they're from where American Jeff lives. Portland? No, no, that's that's that's, that's American slash Perth Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is get, that's getting like so Kansas complicated. City or something. But yeah, so so they had a keg of their <laughs> Imperial chocolate chili Oklahoma. That sounds mm. kinda cool. Um stout on tap, which was mm. crazy. And then also Canteon. Who has candy on? I mean, it's, I know it's Swansea Day coming up. Like, but yeah, that's that's the only reason I assumed there would be a keg of candy on that would make it to what Australia. Was that ridiculously old one, old beer you had. Yeah, that, so that that's what that was. It was the the Saint Saint Levin Saint I was crazy when you put the photo up. It's like, hmm. is that is that year what that year says? Yeah, I I even like I got thrown off by that. It's like, you know, 2009 or something. It's just like, what? Holy shit. But it turns out the... 
I was talking to someone about it today and that guy lived over in Belgium for mm. 10 years and he's just got all these like European and American amazing craft beer connections that he's just like great mates with. I think so. When I, he needs babies, he's I, just like, get me a keg like shipped over here. And I, I think okay. we need to get him on the show. Was that the place that had all the um, heady toppers a few months back? Uh, no, that was White Lies. That was less that they had a connection and more that they just... Filled a suitcase. Yeah, filled a <laughs> I think they filled a to lot the gray more market. than... A, yeah, I feel like they filled a lot more than a suitcase. It was like yeah. like four dozen. Can we see games. that suitcase down there? <laughs> that purple one. <laughs> it's going to be packed full. Yeah. So Good with the harder the hard outer <laughs> edge, so you yeah. can't try and avoid getting the bottles broken as much as possible. Yeah. Context, but, I'm going to be spending a week in New York and a week in California. And Paul's going to be bringing back a lot of really impressive beers in a um, very, very hard-shelled suitcase. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, bubble wraps. There's all the bubble wrap for the beers. (laughs) (laughs) But on that note, I think we should actually drink some beer. And we are back. And so right this second, uh, Paul is trying to pour a beer that he'll tell us about in a second but um, while we're waiting I for those who have listened to the last episode you'll know of our love and hate of Marvel's um, Iron Fist and uh, just a quick update for those playing at home I finally managed to finish the Defenders last night and I kind of enjoyed it except for the fact that Iron Fist is really still fucking annoying but that's never gonna change look no, that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a man's got a hope. You know, maybe... Well, trying to pour this beer reminds me of Iron Fist. No. So, uh, Paul is now to the point where it's one of those beers that took uh, some sort of... Uh, it had a cork in the top, which, you know, made it sort of champagne-y. Had champagne yeast. It has, apparently has champagne yeast. I don't know if you were able to hear that part. And now he's just sort of trying to make sure it doesn't turn to a perco pour. Oh, we've perco. Right, no. <laughs> Hi, Leon. So I've actually decided to look up to figure out what this type of beer was. Mm. And apparently it is a champagne-style sour mm. blended with Chianti. Yeah. What is Chianti? It is uh, an Italian red wine. Oh. Delicious wine. Nice. I mean, I only ever drank really, really, really cheap Italian wine when I was living in the UK. Because, you know, it was like $10 for four bottles. Sorry, £10 for four bottles. Uh, those days. Exactly. You know, the, 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 the days the, of plonk. Um, that, the, the days when you needed to get a, a, basically a block of chocolate to make the wine taste better. Yeah. But, you know, I was, I was going to say young and naive, but definitely young. So... What have we actually got here? And it's a le, le equilibrista. Le, le equilibrista. equilibrista. <laughs> I um, found it. Well, today. I was going to say, it's very much like when you, uh, like, you know, when the fact, when it, we got to the end and, you know, we realized that we had forgotten to talk about other things from the last episode. Where did you find this? Um, in the back of that pantry there. So I have yeah. my beers, and they're all on one shelf, mm. but... Um, 
We're at City Lane HQ right now. Lauren did some rearranging mm. a little while ago. So I've been tra- checking all my beers, mm. but just checking the bottom shelf. Okay, so this is what I've got left. Cool, this is aging. Yep, there's some mountain goats there. Yep, there's brew dog. I know about that. And then today I was like, oh, yes, there's beers on the second shelf as well. <laughs> Let's have a look there. And I, I was like, and I saw the bottle like right out the back. I'm like, that looks a beer adult, like a beer adult Borgo bottle. Pulled it out. It's like, ah, 2012. We should have probably drink <laughs> this one now. <laughs> so it is a beer adult Borgo uh, from... Equilibrista. Equilibrista from what year was it? 2012. Jesus, that's um, it's old. It's it's old. Carl, you've had the first sip. What does it actually taste like? See, it's like I I'm trying to wrap my head around it because it's it's sour, but it's not like really tart. Hmm. And it's got, but yeah, because of that champagne yeast, you get that really like that champagne tiny bubble effervescence <laughs> in it. It's really bubbly. Mm. I, I think it's kind of like um, you know a wheel of fortune. You could just sort of um, spin the wheel, and you know, where, no matter where it lands, that would still be it. It's not really sour at all, isn't it? No. Like you're right. It's more if you need to find the difference between tartness and sourness. Mm. But um, uh, look, I mean, the the dilemma, of course, of this sort of beer is the fact that those are sent home probably won't be able to find something like this unless that you found it at the back of your cupboard, like Paul has. Well, so, there is a new. Well, there is a. They're still making it, so there okay. is a current vintage, and I assume every year prior to that. Yeah. Well, it looks from untapped, so I had to go through to find the twenty twelve. Mm. It's nice though. It's very yeah. sweet. Yeah. You, yeah. Can, you can definitely see the the blending of the red wine mm. in there. It does kind of taste like um, champagne as well. Yeah, almost like a. Like a sparkling, like rose or Shiraz kind of vibe to it. A rosset, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's it's quite good, but it's quite odd as well. It's nothing like what I expected it was going to be. No, I I almost wish I hadn't looked up that <laughs> description of it before I had it, yeah. just to go in completely <laughs> blind. Yeah. I wish um I wish Untapped had a translate function so I could know what um, Alexei <laughs> from uh, I assume Russia was saying about it. It's a very <laughs> long comment, but it's just yeah. Well, yeah. What are people saying about it that oh, you can actually translate? Mike Q, also Russian. Um, uh, so I've got uh, uh, Kevin Kevin H. He said uh, tastes similar to a barley wine. I'm not a huge fan, but I can see the appeal for champagne lovers. Three point two five. I don't get barley wine. No, I don't, I don't get know. barley wine either. I can sweet or not not as sweet as exactly. Mm. That's that's the only wine. thing I can see that's the sweetness, similar yeah. is the sweetness. Hmm. No. Okay, we've got a <laughs> Joe R at Birch Hill Tavern, and my mate. What my mates just notified me that Moy is playing. That's very good. Irvin <laughs> uh, <laughs> Funk. Dot dot. Proper ellipses. Very Excellent. lively and frothy. Tastes a little old, past its prime, enjoyable but not great. Mm-hmm. And that's no no um score there. I got Dave W at Tilt. Uh, another magical experience in beer. Apple grape must. Micro bubble carbonation. Transcendent. Four point five. There are so many descriptions going on there. There are a lot of descriptions not in English as well. <laughs> so, this is my favourite. I saw this when we first looked it up. 
Derek C at the LA Forum. I aged this a long time. Four point <laughs> five. So, so he is the uh, LA Forum equivalent of Paul at this point. Yeah. Did he intentionally age it? Yeah. There's a. Um, no, it was only from August last year. Yeah. So. Hmm? There's a Walbert N in January 11th this year. Um, it's in Italian, but of the four words, I do know. I do know what excellente means, <laughs> and I do know what 4.25 out of five means. If anyone knows what lembra muto espumante means, uh, no, my Italian is not existent. Oh, this guy Luisa N has said feliz. Feliz means happy or good, doesn't it? Feliz Navidad. Merry Christmas. Merry. Yeah. Merry. Okay. Feliz Ano Novo Comestio with an exclamation mark, 4.5. And of course, Um, got the Happy New Year badge on that one. um, It's quite interesting. I think you can tell when um, this beer is people have found it or somebody's got it in in certain countries. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of Russian check ins and there are a whole bunch of French check ins. (laughs) Then we did the Italian check ins. Now we're on to the. Oh no, this one is definitely a good old over the line throw it. That could be from one place. That's a five star. Yeah, anyway, Mark K, Garage Bar, December 27, 2016. The Champagne of Italian Beers, 3.75. That's that's an oddly quite loaded statement, you know. The uh, you know, the Champagne of whatever which is also a champagne. Yeah. Well, that's obviously uh in Munich is Augustina. What is Augustine? It's considered amongst the... Um, what do you call people from Munich? Munichites? <laughs> Munichism? Music? Um, friends in Munich. Can Munchers? you tell us what is... Munchausen. The Munchens. The Munchens. I don't know what the collective noun is for people from Munich. Um, yeah, so of the, the big six, mm. Augustina is... They call it the the champagne of Munich beers. Is it's like the best one. It's not the most well known because you can't get it outside of Munich. Uh, Augustina. Yeah, that's that's them. I know Augustina. Interesting. Interesting. The first uh, the first check in on on tap for this beer was on May 12, 2014. Hmm. It seems to have gotten better with age. So there are a lot of threes, three point fives, fours. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of four point fives. And it's kind of jumped up. Here we go. Johan N. at O'Connor's, November 28, 2014. Crazy but lovely champagne-style carb with 40% Sangiovese. I thought it was Chianti. (laughs) Makes a balanced fresh brew with green grape sourness. I love it. 4.5. All right. Uh, What do we think about this? I'm giving it a four. It's four? I I was thinking 4.25, but... um, I don't know, maybe it's a bit too sweet. Sweeter mm. than it needs to be. But I really I do really like it. I mean four certainly ain't bad. Can't. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm sitting on a four as well. It's it's good and it's interesting, but it yeah, it has that weird, confusing like is it wine, is it beer? It works. But, but it just hurts my brain a bit. <laughs> See I'm actually going 4.25, not that it matters based on yeah. our scale, but I enjoy the ambiguity of this thing. It's I don't know what the heck it is and the bubbles are all in the wrong places, but I think it works. And, you know, we'll never, ever find this thing again. No, I don't think so. 
So cut to next week. I'll bring a bottle round. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. I, uh, I found this in my cupboard. I don't know. I never even bought this. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, maybe there's some sort of yeah. you know mystical thing going on where you know um, uh, what is the pla- what is the brewery called again? Borgo Bira del Borgo Bira del Borgo is just sort of secretly putting um, uh, bottles of this into beer lovers' pantries. Yeah, we're back into Twin Peaks territory. Yeah, right, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> Sounds like it, it could have come from a backwards talking midget. Anyway, let us move on to the next beer. And um, you'll be gr- you'll be glad that you uh, weren't listening when we set uh, when that we went away to get the next beer because Paul was trying to work out how to do the Twin Peaks app to reverse his voice. It didn't end well. So we've moved on to the next beer. And well, the next when that portal opened, it was all like, <laughs> no, I didn't, <laughs> want to get, didn't, didn't want to do that much. And the worst <laughs> one is, I've ne- again, I've never seen any Twin Peaks. You could be talking bollocks and I have no idea. Like, like not like, like what I usually do. Yeah, good point. <laughs> so the second beer is one that I brought along and it's one that I've already had. In fact, we've all already had, but I really loved it. So... It is from Moondog Craft Brewing in or Brewery in Melbourne, and it's called the Curly Ambrosia, and it is a pineapple pale ale with habanero and honey. And look, just the label in itself is kind of cool. The title in itself is kind of cool. Uh, the description: the ancient Greek gods of Olympia had doves bring them ambrosia, believing it would provide immortality to whoever consumed it. Yeah, they am, they may have had immortality, but we have a beer packed with delicious pineapple, habanero, and honey. Winning. I feel like that should be hashtag winning. But it is a really cool beer. Um, You guys remember having this, right? Yeah, well, the last uh, check-in from friends were uh, <laughs> Chris at the Ale House Project and Carl Campbell at the Ale House. Oh, Carl Campbell, location <laughs> undefined. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure he was there. I'm gonna say yeah. it was probably our last project. That's <laughs> that's my that's my failing within this group mm-hmm. is all never checking in the venue. <laughs> Look, uh, I, it's just habit now for me. You know, I have no choice other than checking other than to check in the venue. Yes, yeah, so it was it was on tap mm, mm. at the Ale House, which was um, it's always nice to have a beer at its freshest. Well, and what impressed me, I mean. Moondog, as we know, they sort of go all out with some crazy shit. And generally, there's no middle ground. Mm, they either mm. nail it or mm. they completely fuck it up. And I, yeah, I, like, and I like that because yeah. there's well, been some really amazing beers come out of that. And, and, yeah. it's, and you know, if I'm going to put my artist hat for a second, it is a pure reflection of what beer as art is. Yeah. You know, if, it's gonna, if you're going to do something and you fuck it up, well... That's that's just how it works. I'd much yeah. rather you try and get it right most of the time than just mm, do an, mm. another IPA with some yeah. different hops or mm. some more hops in there. Yeah. Well, especially when you look at the the seven fifties, seven fifties, six fifty, six fifty. I looked at that as well. Yeah, that they've been doing lately. Like it started with the um, the Senor Suju, their yes. Chipotle Oak. Oh, I didn't have that strong ale. You actually did. Oh, you had it at the brewery on tap. Oh, look! Uh, 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 look. I know, I know, because I was there. Look, m- much of that day, oh, is, much of that day is a blur, and that's probably that was best the to night get when one. Me and Paul had that crazy look in oh, that, that beer was mash. That day. Oh, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, Any that's had. something like that. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> I hit that and went, I'm not really seeing the Chipotle. I kind of see mm. the oak in it. it. You know, it works all right. And then you had things like the cake hole, which the Black Forest mm. Stout mm. that they did when you were like, yeah, that's yeah, that's what that is. That description, you just say that, yeah. that's what the beer is. I really like. like the cake hole. And this works it in that It knocks way. on the same door, yeah. But yeah, they've been... The uh, it was like the coffee and passion fruit. Oh, oh well, yeah, they did we did that, that on the yeah, podcast. We, did we didn't. Podcast. We didn't rate that one too highly. I can't remember. I was yeah, definitely so, there. No, we said. Well, we said it wasn't a. It wasn't that it was a bad beer, but it didn't really. Oh, do that was that was the dream one, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the um, guy's dream. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they've like, they've had hits and misses once they've started this mm. thing, but the hits have been actually pretty yeah. interesting. And this in particular is just uh, the idea of habanero and honey is it's a real winner and you know pineapple mm. it it goes of the you know the current trend of everything being tropical. This is true. Yeah. Well, we've got a uh, Brandon J who um, drinking it at, well at home mm-hmm. looks like on his bed maybe. I, I would assume <laughs> that's I would assume that's Brandon J Stark, so he's already seen the past. Yeah. <laughs> He's a three-eyed raven, I've got. <laughs> He is a three-eyed raven. Um, he purchased it at a flight bar and bottle shop. Awesome. Uh, pineapple at first, followed by that big habanero taste. A slight bit of heat. A slight big of heat, I assume means big bit of heat. On he'd the back probably, of the he'd throat. probably been drinking. Doesn't drink like a 9%. 3.5. And well, then see, uh, Travis C, straight yeah, after that's that. that's what I saw. Has pretty much said the exact same thing. <laughs> But um, we gave it a four, and he purchased his Vintage 72 liquor store. Wait, was it the exact same thing? Not exactly the same, but more or less. Uh, Vintage 72 is um, once is in Lower Plenty Road, near Rosanna Station. No idea any of those is. places are. Uh, so you got Paul M., who does not say where he purchased it or was drinking it. It's not, it's not Paul <laughs> But it was a five-star. Yeah. <laughs> Look... Straight to the pool room. Oh, that's An it. awesome reference to um, classic Australian no, film. I still haven't seen that. What? What? Yeah, I know. I've watched the bits that are relevant to constitutional law because our lecturer <laughs> made us watch them. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I know. Weird, right? Look, I'm not sure if you're Australian anymore. Wow, Azza really did not like this. What would Peter Dutton say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you mean everyone's favourite potato. Uh, he's, he makes... Pot- no. 0.25. There's, there's a, point, a, a 0.25. Like three in a row. 2.5, 1.75 and 0.25. I don't think you're allowed to give a beer 0.25 without writing something about yeah. it. What could have gone wrong there? I like this one. Max B. I tried this while eating a curry, which was not a good idea because I missed the habanero flavor. <laughs> <laughs> he gave it four stars, so he still liked it. You got a... Uh, it's quite the copyright classic, symbol, mm. but it says chaos. Mm. <laughs> or, okay. or copyright house. Like, uh, both of those could be accurate. Yeah, at Bloodhound Corner Bar. Sweet at the forefront. Then you get done... I assume that's supposed to be some, because then you get mm. done residual chili heat. This would complement a grilled pineapple Thai dish. 4.25. It's very articulate. Justin Ann at Hopheads, he's just said what the beer is. Pineapple, pale ale, habanero, and honey, 9.4%. 
What I find interesting is depending on which comment you look at, this beer could be anywhere between 9 and 9.4%. <laughs> so we've had uh, all permutations, but it is actually an, it is a 9.4%. So well done, Justin N. Your uh, accuracy, dedication to accuracy is impressive. And he gave it a 3.5. So he's yeah. everything, the description, the comment, the rating, very much. Uh, I like this one. Here's a good one. Aaron V at the brewery. Um, an interesting journey going from malts to slight hops to sweet pineapple and honey finishing with a habanero burn bat at the end. 3.75. That's actually the second check-in, so it must have been the day after it got tapped. Hmm. Alrighty. What do we think about this? I think it's a four. Um, I think, again, going by the uh, does what it says on the does what it says on the bottle it tastes tropical it's got a honey undertones to it but it's not too sweet which is often something you get with honey beers and it's got the habanero but they're not trying to go crazy we drink this and just thinking like Mm -hmm. i'm drinking chilies it's just really well balanced um with all the flavors that it says it has so yeah four for me Uh, i'm giving it a 4.25 i I really like how all the all the flavors interplay, and that what I missed with the chipotle beer that they did was the chili, and this has mm. that habanero. But yeah, it just kind of lingers, and it doesn't. Mm. You know, you're not struggling to drink this beer. You're not going to be sweating and yeah, like, yeah, struggling. You just got that nice chili heat, like sitting at the back of your throat. Mm that when you have another sip you're like oh yeah perfect the pineapple hits it and like cools it down and then you get more habanero and it like builds up again it's a well thought out beer yeah nice. I I'm sticking with my four from when I checked it originally but I think it's a beautiful beer I think it's really really well done and I would like to see this becoming actually a regular fix, fixture at Moondog yeah more of this please yeah but then again, I mean, we want Moondog to experiment because that's who Moondog are in some respects. Yeah, I want your next beer to be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go a uh, guava English, a guava ESB with a... Uh, but a New England ESB. <laughs> guava Nipa with a uh, roasted malts and Vietnamese AeroPress uh, coffee. To be honest, what I want is... <laughs> them to release that red IPA that we had when oh, we were there. The that one was that, beautiful. The both of us were like... Oh, the Reaper. This yeah. this is <laughs> this is as good as the former tenant. Yeah. And then we never saw it Yeah, again. exactly. But uh, Moondog, I hope you're listening. And if you do do any of those things, let us know. So on that note, uh, this has been another episode of the Brunswick Beer Collective. Uh, we have been Chris Shorten. We have been... Paul Christoph. Good night. We've been Carl Campbell. Good night and good luck. And we'll talk to you all next week.